Hi, welcome to Being with Bailey, a podcast about being unapologetically yourself from the perspective of a Black woman at a PWI. This platform is for me to encourage and support women of color on campus by expressing relatability and prompting a sense of camaraderie. I'm your host, Bailey Skeeter, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome back. Thank you for joining me today. Um, I really wanted to take the time to discuss a topic that you may have seen, you've definitely interacted with, but more specifically, notions about body shaming, body positivity, body neutrality, and all that goes about kind of how you present yourself to the world today. Hence, the title being, Being Comfortable in Your Own Skin. There are so many terms, so many things that we see on media today, and I really wanted to take the time to, I guess, educate you guys about what it means to be body neutral, what it means to be body positive, and really just loving yourself overall. Let's get into, I guess, the vocabulary of today's show and starting with body neutrality. And so this was something that I was really intrigued and and definitely wanted to share with you all. Uh, A word that I definitely didn't even know existed. And, And so to understand and take the time to do a bit of research and how I wanted to present it to you all today, um, let's get into it. So body neutrality um, is a bit more realistic than body positivity. And I'm going to be talking about body positivity as well, but let's hold off for that. Body neutrality promotes an accepting and appreciating your body for as is. What I understood about body neutrality um, is the fact that it goes hand in hand with mindfulness. I love that approach. I am definitely an advocate for being mindful and understanding how mindfulness plays a huge role in improving mental health. Along with the mindfulness, It views your body as a vessel and gives respect to your body by giving it care, rest, movement, and nutrition. The reason I say it's a bit more realistic than body positivity is because of the fact that it does not focus on the outward appearances of your body. It really looks at what your body can do. You can move. You can walk to class. You can um, pick up a backpack. You are able It really just looks at your body for what it is and what it does. Body neutrality really focuses on, like I said, that holistic approach to how you view your body. And while these vocabulary words are all about kind of what you see and how you, I guess, approach and how you look at yourself, I think that it starts with really loving yourself. And that's why I wanted to bring this topic up. I don't feel as though we give enough love to ourselves I don't think that at all. And so that's why I really thought that today's topic was super important. Moving on, let's talk about body positivity. A lot of you guys have heard of that, and it's a very hot topic. And I think about um, a lot of things that have been surrounded around this movement. But let's get into the kind of nitty grittiness of it. So body positivity was a movement um, started actually in 2012, which is kind of funny. That's almost like 10 years ago now. But um, I digress. It's a movement focusing on equality, acceptance for all body types and sizes. I believe that it really challenges our society and shifts unrealistic beauty standards set by society. I think that it's a great kind of thing or foundation to stand on that all bodies are beautiful and we come in all shapes and sizes. 
and especially the emphasis around um, things such as wrinkles and cellulite that are completely normal, (laughs) completely normal. And I, I really do appreciate that. I think that also with body positivity, it addresses the fact that it's difficult to love your body every day. There are so many things where I think about bloating and and maybe not loving myself in, in specific clothes that I wear. But I really do appreciate the, like I said, mentioned before, the emphasis on being positive about the way that you look and, and how you look and how you approach every day. Um, I really think that that's important in understanding that while remaining positive about how you look, it's okay to understand that you're not going to love yourself every day. And I think that is what's real about body positivity. Now, there have been a lot of critiques and criticisms about body positivity, hence the new, I guess, kind of movement or take of body positivity in body neutrality, which we had talked about a little bit earlier. There's too much emphasis on physical appearance, which I um, can definitely see. And it's so funny. I think about campaigns now for, for different ads and things like that. To be more specific, the Victoria's Secret models and ads and things like that, they were known for being a exclusive kind of brand and now have shifted because they've seen that, you know, the inclusivity of all body types and um, shapes and sizes does sell. We do not. We all do not look like Victoria's Secret size zero, size A cup <laughs> models, and I, I think that that it goes a lot to show for, um, I guess, consumers and as as we are buying and and needing things for for our body and to to shape our body how we want. It's important for them to understand the market that they're selling to. And uh, they clearly took a a note out of Rihanna's book, (laughs) especially with her success with Savage X Fenty in their um, inclusivity of all body shapes and sizes. And so I definitely wanted to bring that up as something that we've seen kind of the culture shift. There's so much inclusivity right now, and I'm, I'm really loving it. I'm appreciating it so much. To spin us a different way, I wanted to talk about the impact of COVID-19, and I'm going to put, I guess, a trigger warning out. I think discussing COVID and its impact on a lot of individuals' lives is not an easy feat. But I wanted to talk about what we've kind of seen. I've definitely seen um, trends and things like that talking about the COVID-19 and the sense of gaining weight. And um, I don't think that, especially I haven't been able to come to terms and have normal conversations about the natural process of gaining weight and filling out. I myself was a very, very skinny (laughs) teenager, middle schooler. Um, I think that there wasn't a lot of conversation and things around gaining weight that were positive. I think that there were a lot of negative stereotypes and a lot of negative connotations that came with gaining weight. But I, I don't think that that's where we are today, which is actually pretty interesting. But I digress. Let me let me stay on topic. So in a part of, I guess, gaining weight in COVID-19, I wanted to really address the fact that weight gain is a natural response um, induced by stress and change, er, and changes experienced 
in the pandemic. I look back on my own personal experience where I was super into working out for <laughs> at least the first three months of uh, quarantine. I, there, there was a huge wave of YouTube videos and and Instagram workouts and, and so many influencers kind of jumping on that gun to, to get fit, to stay fit during the times of isolation. I thought that that was a great outlet. But it didn't turn to be a long-term thing, especially for me. It wasn't, it's not that I didn't feel good about myself, but it's more in the sense of I didn't see the purpose of really working out and getting up every day. And don't come for me, those that really (laughs) enjoy working out and such. But I definitely do not have the same love and enjoyment for the gym. Hashtag send help, (laughs) please. Um... But I think that that emphasis on working out definitely came from the toxicity of diet culture. And we see that prevalent today. I look at TikToks, I look at Twitter, I look at Instagram, where everyone and their mother is meal prepping and and drinking protein and, and, and trying to stay fit. I definitely think there's a way to go about it, but it doesn't need to be full fledged. And I definitely have learned to love myself for for how I am and how I approach things. And that's definitely come from, I guess, self-reflection and spending time with myself to understand what I want from my body, how I want it to look, and what I need to do to get there. And that's definitely me accepting, like I mentioned before, where my body is and, and how it does. And I look at myself playing club uh, sports and things like that. Like, I'm still very much active, but maybe not as active as I was in, hi- in high school and even earlier in middle school. It was a huge transition for me to, from being a two-sport high school athlete to being just a regular, regular college student. And um, with that, I definitely fell out of love with working out and and really motivating myself to get up and and grind. But I think that that comes with... um, so many changes like like I mentioned before the whole thing that started this conversation or not started the conversation but started this I guess section that I wanted to mention was COVID-19 and so it definitely shifted how I viewed myself most definitely this time definitely left people struggling to accept the changes that their bodies have undergone and I think that that's something that I wanted to address as well where it's so important you guys to love yourself and to understand that you don't have to be, you don't have to try to be some someone you're not. You don't have to strive for these super hard goals. And I definitely believe it starts with day by day and understanding this is how I want to present myself. This is how I see myself um, dressing. And this is how I, I feel comfortable in my body. One of my friends said it to me <laughs> uh, actually last week as we were going out for Halloween weekend. You know when you put on a really good outfit and your mood jumps like 12 feet in the air? Like, you know you look good and you feel good, too. And so I'm definitely a big, big, big promoter of well, when you put on a good outfit, you you feel amazing. And so I definitely think that clothes and, and especially, like we said, mood, mood and behavior shift how you want to present yourself to others. And so with that kind of negative tone or negative impact of COVID, I think that it's important that we try to reframe or shift our thinking to a more body positive or even body neutral, wherever you see fit. Where do you fall in line? I definitely think that that's an important question to understand. Do you see yourself as more appreciative of what your body can do 
or um, focused on body positivity where you're just accepting of all body sizes and types. But this outlook is possible. It is not impossible to shift and reframe your thinking. And I think that that's really hard and a bit challenging to do, especially due to popular culture and the problematic social standards, like I had mentioned, of being size zero or um, things like of that nature where it just uh, <laughs> it really works against building yourself up and like like I just think about all those harsh images of Instagram models and um, Kim K and and just uh, the standard that society is set in or the bar that we've set is so low that I look at so many people willing to go above and beyond to reshape their bodies just to fit in and so I think that we're at a special, or not a special, we're at a certain time in our lives where this is the time we decide who we want to be. And I, like I had mentioned, and I'm going to mention every <laughs> every couple of minutes, how you want to approach you or how you want the world to approach you and how you come into different spaces. And so I think that body image not being a huge priority but understanding what body image does and how it impacts you is super important. And so like like we're going or queuing into my next segment of body image. Um, it's an individual's perspective of their own body. Feelings, thoughts, behaviors, all related to body image can have a major impact on your mental health and how you treat yourself. How kind are you today? I know, uh, and I had mentioned this before, the toxic diet culture where <laughs> it's, it's oh, I can't eat this, oh, I can't do that, or, oh, I'm, I'm not allowed gluten-free, I can't do these things. I definitely stand on the other side of the spectrum where it's like, oh, if I want a burger today, I'm going to have one because I'm not feeling well, or, or oh, I want a cake pop because they're giving it out for free. I, I am not big on restrictions and, and definitely diets. Mind you, I've tried them. <laughs> I've tried them and they haven't, they haven't succeeded, but I think that it's important to understand where you lay and where you understand or see yourself. But that comes with research, time, and definitely self-reflection. To get a bit more specific, I wanted to talk about um, kind of the black woman narrative when it comes to body image and, and really understanding how to navigate um, social media and how harsh um, images of celebrities and, and even um, role models really impact how younger generations of black girls view themselves and I guess we can talk about kind of the toxic Eurocentric uh, aesthetic and then as well as um, the kind of cultural hype beast around being thick, um, two C's, no K, <laughs> T-H-I-C-C. And so in talking about these things, I think about the Eurocentric um, view as the model-esque kind of look and where it's like super skinny, no blemishes, nothing, no acne, very, very, um, like I said, skinny and things like that. And then I think about um, thick as being kind of perceived or having... I guess, weight and, and things like that in the all the right places. Um, and I don't, well, I don't think these are positive at all. I definitely think that they impact what we see in today's media. I think about TV shows. I think, I shoot, I even think about cartoon shows where they're um, specifically accentuating black 
characters and things like that to look a specific way. I think that it is terribly hard for black women, especially like myself, to navigate between these aesthetics as to what, how I'm perceived by the opposite sex and, and even how, just how I'm perceived by others. And I think that that's really hard to understand and like I laugh at like different um, situations of like school conduct where you're not allowed to have your shoulders out and <laughs> and things like that and I just I think that it's very hard because black women are hypersexualized and in understanding that like I look at the BBL TikTok trend and I look at how um, individuals are so wrapped around kind of looking a specific way with a thin waist and a fat ass. And I just, I think that it's definitely, like I had mentioned before, the bar is set so low where we have um, celebrities getting body-altering surgeries and then selling fitness plans. Like, like that's just not the way to go about things. And it's honestly frustrating to understand how... um, these trends and being perceived as, as thick or like, like I mentioned before about Eurocentric of, of fair skin and very, very skinny and things like that. It just leaves those that don't fit those standards to be just marginalized and, and forgotten about because you're, they're not going to see images of themselves. They're not going to see people who look like them. And I think that we're moving in a better place, but we have a lot to work on as a society. And I think that it's important to understand that you aren't these images. You don't have to take in these images and then think, oh, crap, I, I don't look like them. This isn't, I, I'm ugly and I, I'm unacceptable. And I really wanted to to take the chance to, to remind you, girl, compliment yourself. Like, you, you look great. Body is banging. <laughs> and I, I definitely need to do a bit more of that in the sense of raising self-esteem and confidence boosting because like you you are you're gonna be in your body for a long time you you might as well love her while she's here (laughs) and you might as well love yourself while you're here I think that it's it's a reminder that needs to be reminded constantly to not feel guilty about who you are and how you look you need to love yourself compliment yourself don't wait on the validation of others or or likes on a page or likes on a post. I think that it really starts, like I had mentioned before, with self-reflection and understanding how you want to approach, how do you, how do you want others to perceive you? And that starts with understanding how you think you are, how you think you look. And so I think that it's not an easy task at all, but I think that it's definitely doable. And I think it takes a little bit of work. That's all I have for today, folks. Thank you so much for listening. I I really appreciate you taking time out your day to, to hear some topics that you may know about and may not. I hope you learned something. Thank you for listening to Being with Bailey.